1: Big thanks to Bombfell for supporting FilmSack. Bombfell is an online personal styling service for men that helps you find the right clothes for you. Get twenty-five dollars off your first purchase at bombfell.com/slash filmsack. That's bombfel dot com slash filmsack.
5: The greatest feeling you can get in a gym, or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym, is the pump. Let's say you train your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles, and that's what we call the pump.
1: Oh, like I said, I'm busy anyway. This is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 346, and we are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. My name is Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by Brian. He can not help, <laughs> sorry, he can help move your poorly parked Italian car done away. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, hi. Mr. Olympia
2: lost and found. How may we pump you up today? <laughs> Just a little levity, sir. Yes, I I totally understand. You you've lost your shirt and that's no joke. Okay, so can you describe the shirt for me? It's red. Right. Well, we have a lot of red shirts, sir. Can you tell me what size it is? A large, but it wears like a you small on your hulking body. Oh, okay. And and white trim? Oh, well, that does narrow it down. So, can you tell me does it have any ironically cute pictures on it like an owl or a cartoon dog? <laughs> oh, oh it does. It, it it has Mickey Mickey Mouse on it. Uh you say, uh where are you calling from anyway? The lobby. Oh, oh okay, what's that? Oh, you you can see me? Oh, oh oh I I I see you waving now. Um my you are one large shirtless man. Really kind of hard to miss. What's that? The shirt I'm wearing? Um, oh yeah, uh it's red with white trim and has Mickey Mouse on it. Hold place.
1: <laughs> it's like a play in three acts. I enjoy and he's yeah, I like that a lot. Uh also with us, Randy. You should see what he can do with a water bottle, Jordan. Hello? Did he run? Did he run too? I don't Aloha. Know
6: oh, Scott, go Ryan, Ryan. Yeah,
4: yeah.
6: Aloha, go ahead.
1: Aloha.
6: You know, the greatest feeling you can get while preparing to podcast, or the most satisfying feeling you can get while preparing to podcast is the dump. Let's say you're <laughs> about to do a show. You go drop a deuce right before, and that's what we call the dump. You squat into this really tight feeling like your, your hind end is going to explode at any minute, and it's really tight. It's like someone's blowing air into it, into your backside. It just blows up, and it feels really different. It feels fantastic. All three of you know, you were there about 15 minutes ago.
4: (laughs) Mm.
1: (laughs) I do like the pre-show dump. Yeah, pre-show dump's a good dump. Nothing wrong with that. Also, and finally with us, Brian, huge man and tiny panties, zibbit. So true.
0: (laughs) Okay. uh, Hi, gentlemen, and uh, welcome to the 2017 Mr. Olympia competition. Now, the times have changed, and for your pose down, we're going to be introducing some new moves for you to make. Okay? So this first one is going to have you down on one knee with both hands outstretched down and in front of you. Yes, we call this one resetting the router. Okay? (laughs) Uh, This next one has you standing up and both of your arms straight out at shoulder length. Uh, at shoulder height with the wrist slightly curled up. This is called helping bring in the groceries. Okay. (laughs) All right, this last one, you're going to be slightly hunched over with your hands around your back, uh, with your hands placed right down there on your lower back, and we call this one the result of years of overexerting yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. This
4: is
1: my life. Y'all at home, the people at home, they have no idea what we've done here. We've watched a documentary. (laughs) What have we done, Scott? Oh, dear God. We watched a documentary, and I don't know what took us along or why this one got picked or whatever, but we always said, you know, one day we're going to do a documentary. We've also said one day we're going to pick something animated that's, you know, appropriate for the show, and we'll still get around to that, but... We hit we hit both marks this week yeah I guess we kind of <laughs> did yeah we wanted something with huge out of proportion uh, uh, characters and gosh darn it we got two with one stone but anyway it's a, it's a little movie called Pumping Iron came out in 1977 and I don't remember this at all so when Ibit brought it up some time ago it was a complete mystery to me that this even existed or what it was about I assumed it was something uh, about this and then I started looking it up I'm like oh okay this is that famed Schwarzenegger, Farigno uh, versus battle deal, which I'm, I guess I'm a little, I'm slightly disappointed in because even leading up to this, we had people writing in saying, I do not like how Schwarzenegger treated Ferrigno. I think Ferrigno got the shaft, really? and, and oh, all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, you, really? This isn't, this was really benign. I didn't feel like it was any kind of versus thing. Really, not yeah. really. Oh, interesting. It,
0: I I thought that there was some some insulting. Like, wow, you make so much noise when you're lifting. Why do you have to make so much noise? <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was just competitive sports,
2: right? Because I mean, he didn't do anything outside the realm. Well, yeah, so but, not necessarily re- the realm of. Competitive to sports I and mean, this is pretty lightweight. Yeah, compared Yeah, I thought
1: so too.
2: I mean, recently we've seen we've wow. seen uh, we've seen guys what wear a fu shirt, uh, yeah. that that fu suit, the guy with the with the pinstripes that said fu yeah. all up and down. I mean, come on, that's yeah, a that's a know, real that's insult. Yeah. Well, we've and, got that.
0: I mean, what's the the big fight coming up now with McGregor and uh, who's the boxer that he's fighting? Oh, who's uh, uh, Floyd, uh, Mayweather? Mayweather, Floyd, Mayweather Floyd, yeah. yeah Mayweather, so Mayweather yeah. McGregor. There's a lot worse going on there than yeah. there was between. Schwarzenegger and, and Freigno, I, Yeah, but... I
6: just want to point out, Schwarzenegger didn't give uh, Fregno the shaft. He gave Franco Colombo the shaft. Uh, <laughs> no, this is in that <laughs> hotel room they were staying in together in South Africa. No yeah, kidding. Why did they have
0: uh, the beds pushed together? Right uh, together. And it
6: wasn't the only time. Ricky Ricardo and Lucy had more space between them. <laughs> they other, did. Other, there's That's not the first time we see all these guys laying right up against each other. It's the first time is when they go to the beach, yep. and they're all, I guess, it took me a while to realize, they're getting tan. I didn't read, right. the, the scene never tells you what in the world they're doing out there, except they're having some kind of slumber party. Yeah, Arnold's That's sleeping
1: like, it, in part of it, or
6: at not, least yeah. it starts
1: with him sleeping.
2: Right. So not that there's anything wrong with being physically close to another man. I, no. But you're right, but you're right. The, the But what we assume to be a very manly sport seemed <laughs> a little more... Uh, Intimate, you know,
0: someone at, at at ease with their uh, physical presence. Yeah, possibly. it surprised yeah. me. Yeah, so yeah, let's get this out of the way right now. I mean, there's this is a very, it feels like a very homoerotic movie, oh, and you gotta understand. <laughs> and we know it's, it's not 10 years It's four years old. But even, I mean, forty years old. I mean, even if you looked at this forty years ago, you'd still say, "Wow, it's uh, you know, you got a lot of guys uh, rubbing oil." You know what, Brian? Over, Brian,
1: uh, let me give you a little background so you can explain this. Game. Sure. We go. Okay. Now. now it's
4: <laughs> <Yes. on me. laughs>
0: Thank but, you. But is because the music does not help right. the movie whatsoever. It's like. But
2: is it? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? Is it because we associate such a free love type? Like, I when I think of no. porn. When I think of porn, I really and bad porn, I think of the seventies. And so bad hair, everything is here. Yeah. Bad hair is here yeah. for uh, for this movie. Uh, a lot of oiled up people that's yeah. that very seventies, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of bad seventies uh, music. Yeah. And so it's it, almost all regardless. here.
1: It's almost all here. It's it's all. It's missing is the actual pornography.
2: All the all the, <laughs> all the dang wood paneling and all the you know the gems and everything. It yeah. was just
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's totally right. So I, you know whatever. It's a thing of its time. It's old. It's uh, <laughs> it's old. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I looked at it. I mean, part of me there were times where I was like, oh, this is like a real documentary. I kind of like this. I'm into this. <laughs> and then there were other times where I was like, this this crowds this plant. These people are not cheering normal. Oh, this yeah. is weird. Like people going,
0: "Yeah, look at him. He looks so cool." And I, I'm like, th- "You're I not totally real." You, yeah, the the initial um the initial crowd you see it, that's like disbelief, flailing their arms and yelling like they're watching the greatest thing ever. And then it's just, you know, three guys up on stage doing one pose after another of, yeah. right. <laughs> by the was, way,
2: if, by the way, if there's three places for three people competing, no one's going to lose. Right. <laughs> Cause that's what we have. well
0: but they kicked out fourth place. Cause, uh, oh. you know, what's his face? Cats. Uh, yeah. My oh Yeah. Cat. Pearl- like cats sh- and his great hair poor, yeah. poor old shirtless cats. <laughs> oh, poor old shirtless this cat. movie
6: this movie has so much drama. Yeah. I didn't expect these guys, like I got I got that Schwarzenegger's larger than life and everything, yeah. but I didn't expect them to be so dramatic all the time. Yeah, like, they were
1: much more than I thought too. That surprised me. And and, they, and yeah. also made me wonder if most of that stuff not scripted per se, but encouraged, you know? Like, oh, I think so for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well Especially- when your
6: dad when your dad is salieri and he killed Mozart. And all he does is push, push, push and talk, 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 talk. Like you're going to you're going to feel something.
1: Sure. But like like the here's the other problem I have with the movie or or a problem, maybe the only problem outside of its datedness and some of the porny aspects. But the uh, the whole the whole thing that that we had in the beginning, which was a a whole other rivalry that that just kind of went away that we have like three chicks in the bucket in this movie and they are all Mm -hmm. bodybuilders who we thought this movie was about. And then they right. were just poof gone, including the guy that won, the redheaded uh, kind of freckle dude that that beat the the teacher. This uh, is the, this yeah. a great, what happened great to that arts guy? Arts where did he go? Like, what? What are we just done with well, them? And why did know, we see him in the first place? That was really weird. I thought
2: th- this is to me what almost makes this not a documentary, but almost like what we have now with reality TV. You have some of those red herrings who are like, "Yeah, this may be who we're gonna follow, invest." Nah, just kidding. These people are gone yeah uh so i I think there was i don't know i it i think the line is kind of blurred for this to be a documentary
6: you're not entirely certain that the filmmakers know they're making a a cohesive film and that's the that's the weird the thing about it like uh mr france shows up in the very last scene yeah and and damn near uh takes the whole thing away from everybody like that's that sort of thing you you wonder like did the filmmakers even know that was a possibility because they get they spend a lot of time letting Arnie be Arnie and talk about his philosophies and so forth for me, that's the best thing they do. Like I wish the whole film had just been maybe Arnie talking about how they interview. why they do this. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe this was a true maybe this is true documentary making at his essence because there's only you know, there's only one or two probably cameraman cameramen who were filming this and they didn't know who to follow because they didn't know who was gonna win. Well, Arnold was a safe bet, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he'd already done it five years in a row.
1: Yeah, he was old Which, old hat at this point, yeah. right?
2: But like, trying to but trying to figure out the upset you had to follow a couple of different people and you yeah, can't just put their footage on the floor I mean right? this was this was yep.
1: him about to go do Terminator like this is we're literally at that right. moment of you're just about no. out of here for Terminator right No Terminator, no this is like this is a no, no no right? this is like 77 you had Terminator in what 80 He's about to do Commando right 84 84 so it's like <laughs> oh, half really? a decade that's still a pretty long okay. time what, what what was he what was he gearing up for cuz i know he was Come this I, he was going to
2: Conan, oh, no freaking, Hercules, right? Because both of the, no Hercules, both was Hercules, yeah, Hercules was earlier. Hercules uh, happened in 1970. Before. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Conan. Uh, let's see. The villain didn't see it. Scavenger Hunt. Nope. Nope. Uh, Conan the Barbarian, 1982, is the next right. thing.
4: Yeah, that's
1: about yeah. right. Yeah. The next mm-hmm. thing. It's about right because yeah. this thing hits theaters in 77, 78 through 82. You're, you know, you're getting your business done. You're, you're, <laughs> we'll you're building your shit career or whatever but he i i I, i'm with randy this should have been and i wish there was one and maybe there is one but i would love like just a a full-length documentary that is all about arnold arnold coming here and working toward the time
4: there
2: guess guess (laughs) what there is a there is a well there is a hat on a hat documentary there is a documentary about this documentary
1: what okay yeah Yeah. really
2: okay i need to see it i would like to see that
0: there's a pumping iron, the documentary it's, There
2: documentary. is a, right, there is a, is it raw iron or something like that? And it is a follow-up uh, to the documentary talking about what happened up to the documentary, the documentary itself, and where everybody ended up afterwards.
1: And what's so, the, yeah. po- so it's just a follow-up kind of sequel kind of thing?
2: Yeah, kind of a follow-up. Where are they now? Uh, well, they're, uh, we know
1: where most of them are. Yeah, Ferrigno became yeah. the Hulk, and uh, yeah. So when, when uh, this is another thing that being me in the movie. There's a scene toward the end where Arnold's going to win. And they're announcing the winners. Third place goes to uh, Frigno. Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah.
6: Yeah, this is in the Tallman category. I loved it. They called it the Tallman Yeah, the
1: Tallman category. (laughs) But before he went back there, uh, they're all kind of like, you know, nervous up there, whatever, kind of like chattering back and forth and stuff. And at some point Arnold leans over and whispers in Frigno's ear. Yeah, yeah. And I
2: went... Who's who's, who's hard of hearing, by the way? Yeah,
1: I went Mm -hmm. way more than hard of hearing. Like, at this point, certify certifiably deaf. He's not going to hear that whisper, right. and right. so I'm thinking to myself. And he kind of leans into it, and so I thought to myself, "Well, I wonder if two things is going on here: one, he's not as deaf as we've been led to believe, or two, Arnold's just dumb for leaning in and trying to whisper into this <laughs> deaf guy's ear."
6: So, so you you're kind of challenged the whole film to figure out whether Arnold is smart or dumb, and it really comes to a <laughs> crux in this one scene where he's giving an interview. And the interviewer is like, so you're known as a prankster. Tell us about a prank. Oh, I love the prank. And then he starts talking about it. And you realize hes it's not a matter of smart and dumb. He's a 10-year-old boy trapped right. in a man's body.
4: Yeah, right.
6: He thinks mind games he, are, he doesn't know some, the word mind games, but he thinks mind games are real. Telling and so some,
0: some bodybuilder to go up and scream every time he does a pose on stage <laughs> yes, until they yes. finally kick the guy out. Yeah. That's like, that is either the most brilliant strategy for making sure brilliant. you win, or he's <laughs> right, just a horrible person. But he mentions uh, before that, he talks about
2: some of his influences and you would think, oh, other bodybuilders. But he's like, no, I'm really into dictators and yeah. stuff because <laughs> they, they were remembered for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Let me see well, how I can manipulate people. Yeah. So he is definitely the art of war kind of idea. T-
1: totally. And it's, it's fun to see. I mean, you know, say what you want about Arnold and his various incarnations and, you know, where he's been and gone and all that. But it's hard not to admire just the raw like ambition of that guy
0: dedication yeah sure. to go he's,
1: from he's, like skinny little kid in austria to this to all the other things he wanted to do to mm-hmm. you know eventually governor of california and then sort of a disgraced version of that and now whatever he is now <laughs> disgraced version like he's just I, a, he's just is a, a force of nature and it's hard to deny that so more of that would have been would have been great i didn't you know I, as much as i felt bad for the seventh grade teacher that was trying to you know follow his dream and have terrible hair I still. Cats. <laughs> oh,
2: that that Mr. Katz. Oh, he just Mr. been Katz, bullied. Yes. He'd been
1: bullied his entire life,
2: even during the stupid thing. They still took his dang shirt. It's just right. Every time. Like just
0: to man. mess with him. Like some guys laughing about, I'm going to take, take some of his stuff just to mess with him. Yeah. Yeah. Have you looked at what Mike Katz looks like uh, these days, by the way? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no. Tell no. me the hair story. Had the, had the hair for quite a while. And yeah. then <laughs> around about, it uh, looks like 2000, just basically shaved it he's he's uh a much older i mean obviously he's much older but he's like got like he aged a lot in the last right right i don't know we all do right eight to ten years mm. right Well, it was like a slow just judging by like dates and stuff that the photos are taken and
2: mm. that's how we all age right because we all age up to a certain point but then you hit a spot and it's just like okay all the agents happening right
1: now
0: good luck yep you yeah. just go
1: downtown real quick i'm it, trying to find a photo it, of him i can't find a more recent one Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, I mean, gosh.
0: With the, bald, the
1: Wilford Brimley-looking dude
0: is Mike Katz. Weird. Is there,
2: is there anything more unnatural while we're talking about Mike Katz and his poor hair that's disappearing? Is there anything more natural to <laughs> to anyone than these muscle guys who get rid of every bit of hair on their body, but then oh. they have, like, a huge mustache and this big poofy hair? It's like a... I don't know. It just feels weird. It's, it doesn't feel like it should be. Like, shouldn't you cut that short?
6: They were so trapped yeah. in the style of the seventies. Right. It was. It was hard to watch at first. And of course, you're. What you're really glaring at is this thing that's so strange that you don't always see. Right. Which is the muscles on top of muscles mm. that almost feel like, like Lou Ferrigno. I kind of oh. wanted his hair to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. A little
2: this bit. Ibbet, this Ibit photo that Ibit us mm-hmm. is like. <laughs> This is, this is why you worry when you work out when you're young because you <laughs> right. may end up as this product
0: <laughs> right so old. that's that's a picture of my cats four years ago and he looks like he has ginormous breasts yeah yes. yeah well because he yeah. does like he's well, he yeah. does he's he literally does have, yes. given himself
1: he gave himself these things they are unsustainable in the long haul and so if you look at Schwarzenegger with a shirt off on the beach and those exist those photos right. today who well, that is not <laughs> That is mm-hmm. not a natural uh, aging deal. There, like that's they are oh. they are presented with a whole new. I mean, they they all seem like he healthy like guys. Looks like he's wearing but... a fruit roll up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the and the abuse continues wow. here on FilmSAG. Yeah. Mike Katz is uh, I, bullied as a child, bullied well, as an adult, I, bullied as a. As and I want to kind of, I want to
6: yeah. talk about that. Uh, the the thing <laughs> that makes this movie good is Schwarzenegger. So you have all of these other people, and they're trying to give you a reason to care about bodybuilding, right? Mike Katz talks about how he was bullied when he was young. Franco Colombo was a small Italian who wanted to, be, who wanted to you know, be able to be stronger than the other ones around him. Lou Ferrigno is driven by Matty Ferrigno, who uh, we never understand why in the world they're doing this. But Arnold Schwarzenegger starts the film. By saying, "Oh, you think it's weird? Let me explain it to you," and gives you an actual explanation That's about sc- about the mind of a sculptor. And it's mm-hmm. and it's like, "Oh, wow, yeah, he's actually uh, not only you know like the best bodybuilder here; he's the strongest thinker of, yeah. uh, right. of the group of them. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> yeah, he's the philosopher here.
4: Yeah, yeah. no, totally. And, and
0: I will say that his explanation definitely gave me some clarity into like." Oh, that totally makes sense. Like you look at it, you look at yourself in the mirror and say, all right, um, the shoulders actually look out of proportion with the rest of my body, which right. I don't know how you look in the mirror when you look like some of these guys and say, everything looks out of proportion on this body. But, but you say, okay, my, my, leg, my uh, shoulders look out of proportion. And the equivalent of a sculptor throwing clay on them, you just start working out the shoulders more than anything else. And then you look at the next thing and say, okay, now my arms are a little bad and and whatever. Yeah. And that that kind of did open it up to me like, all right, I kind of see where the, Mm-hmm. The quote-unquote art form is in this, yeah. Well,
6: and then right. you you see them interacting with each other, and you realize, oh, there's also a fraternal thing going on here. Mm-hmm. They they keep doing it because it's fun. They enjoy each other's company,
2: mm-hmm. but apparently mm-hmm. not uh, highly lucrative. The third place because Lou Ferrigno uh, stopped after this year because he wasn't making enough money yeah. at uh, at at bodybuilding. Well, he oh this oh
1: that year you mean yeah yeah
2: like seventy five is when this actually I, I, happened.
0: Yeah. but uh yeah so three years later him. he was the incredible Hulk that's right right
1: and then he was uh now he's just a he's a con hopper now that's what he does now yeah con hopper. he just goes to every uh, con hopper. and sits at a table I'm hopping <laughs> off I go <laughs> makes people sign or people make him sign stuff he was here I saw him in Salt Lake and he he is an enormous human being an enormous yes. man I've never like I'm gonna say this sorry Arnold but of the two of you, Ferrigno has kept his shape better than you have. I hate to yeah, tell you. I mean, yeah, he really yeah. has. I'm looking at some beach shots of of Arnold walking around the beach with an iPad what? for some reason. Um, <laughs> like he's taking pictures with it. And
0: it's just, oh, it's, just like my mother-in-law. Th- yeah, it's right. not good. <laughs> what's,
2: what's the age difference, though? Because a lot of these guys were in their 40s. Mm-hmm. But, of course, Ferrigno and uh, and Arnold were much younger at this point. Yeah. They were like 28 Frigno, or something. Ferrigno was right? born
0: in uh, 51. Yeah. Right. When was yeah, our, So he when was, was even Arnie. younger. Was Arnie. Yeah, and Schwarzenegger was born in '47, so four yeah, years. A little bit different. Not yeah, much. Not much. Yeah. Um, Cats. But Fregno still gets gigs, though, as the uh, the uncredited voice of the Incredible Hulk in the Avengers films. Right. Oh, wasn't
2: that wasn't that just a little bit of fortuitiveness that that Hulk's voice is? We kind of can imagine it having like maybe a little speech problem or something like that, but it's kind of it it
1: works no no it Mm -hmm. totally works no he's Mm -hmm. he's I I am you know I'm totally impressed with that guy I think that Mm -hmm. some people say he's a big jerk in real life but whatever I I think Ferrigno's uh, an example of somebody who was kind of a skinny dorky kid found something he loved totally went for it lost his hearing as a as an infant became like expert lip reader Mm -hmm. uh like I mean like crazy good at that like that's crazy okay. to me how good mm-hmm. he is at that i don't i don't yeah. know that you ever get to see that from too many other people like that but he's just you know props to that dude for, yeah. for pulling it's that hard out, it's not
2: know? it's it's hard not to like either one of those guys
1: yeah. they, they're just they'll both charming dudes i gotta say i thought the yeah. italian guy the franco guy i liked him a lot uh-huh. oh <laughs> yeah yeah I
6: liked him. And it makes you like when you start getting to know them a little bit then you go and look at them again and they're all standing next to each other on a stage you're like I cannot tell the difference between these <laughs> people.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. How did
6: they get judged?
0: Yeah. A bunch of muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I you <laughs> guess that's it. I mean, you just look at what's symmetrical and proportionate and whatever. But I don't know.
4: <laughs> I don't know I'm just how, saying, how do like do that. Yeah.
6: Like, I watch the Olympics every four years like everybody else. And there's times when you're like, okay, I feel like I'm starting to understand diving or whatever. <laughs> sure. I can see how this is, how this person is winning. The The posing? No idea. Nothing. I got nothing. They all look right. so... Odd. Even the advice <laughs> we seemed
2: weird. It's like Lou's dad said, "Oh, don't lean so far back; your back wrinkles." And I'm like, I, what is, it? "Is
0: that a judgment?"
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah. I know oh,
0: he's lost two points for back wrinkles. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> he's got a really bad case of the back wrinkles.
6: But, oh, but again, again, there's a scene where Schwarzenegger is talking to some up and comer in the gym, and he's a very short guy, and Schwarzenegger's giving him advice, and I'm like yeah, this makes total sense. Yeah. I totally get it. Schwarzenegger is so good at this. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. that, yeah. They keep coming around to that, and it makes the movie.
2: Yeah, I agree. Like, you know what? You know my favorite yes. part of this uh, episode has been so far is our is our uh, quiet judgment as we're throwing pictures back and <laughs> forth of crazy yeah. muscle men in our Skype chat. Well, I'm There's pretty like, sure this last <laughs> guy's <laughs> photoshopped. This, this last this guy's actually...
1: photoshopped. He has to be. Totally.
0: Only... Yeah, it's yeah totally. Be yeah. Um, But I will say that this this does give me a new appreciation for uh, Rob Liefeld's uh, drawings. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) It it really
2: does because when they turn sideways, you're like, oh, their muscles do kind of do that. That that must
0: be what he was looking at.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't know how, I don't want to say anything out of turn here for anyone out there listening who might be a big bodybuilder fan, but. I assume a lot of this is steroids, right? Like most of oh, it. Oh, yeah! Absolutely. A human,
2: a human cannot get to this size without steroids. I'm pretty sure. I could be totally wrong, but from no, everything know. I've read, I don't know how that is
0: possible. you think that that would have come up even as a as a deterrent? Oh no, your kids out there want to start the bodybuilding. They never take steroids, and right. you know, use it as a as a thing. I'm amazed that in the hour and a half of this film. That steroids was never brought up at all right. ever. Yeah, we except, pretend
2: like in it, '75 we pretend like this didn't
1: exist. Well, right? the only yeah, the there only there thing would. I noticed that that could have hinted at at all is Ferrigno taking like thirty different pills at his at his uh, dresser drawers. Right, right. And Which I we always thought, yeah.
2: I, we always assume injectable steroids, right? Yeah, that's right. The same. We, I guess And so. we
6: we all assumed those were just like vitamins, right? Well, mm,
1: right. yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what they wanted us to assume. But I I felt like what I was looking at was. I don't know. That was a lot, a lot of vitamins. I feel like you. Am I looking at here?
0: I think that was purely stuff you could buy at the GNC. Yeah, Uh, right, right,
1: just down the street. But, uh, but yeah, like these guys are. I mean, they're just beef machines. I don't know how any of this is done. (laughs) It's a beef machine. The way they.
0: Well, let's talk about the, the. porn aspect of this movie <laughs> okay so
1: there were these moments of like all right i would like to drift your attention to the the weird red carpeted tiny gym room in uh in south <laughs> africa where they were all training before their actual competition
0: right tiny room tiny, room. tiny room like every it's so, room
1: they
2: were in was tiny but so, so that tiny that,
0: that one of them is like in a bunk schwarzenegger on the head with the barbells and yeah, yeah
1: it was ridiculous it was so small in there and they were just—you couldn't help but like walk over a dude, sit on him, drip sweat on this guy, Gosh. rub this guy the other way, like it. And the whole time, it's that <laughs> music—the entire freaking time. <laughs> so I'm not saying that the d- directors had their 2 directors—that they had some, you know, secret little porny thing going. I'm just right. saying but it is, comes is off that a, way.
2: Is this a lack of of for us to be able to accept, uh, you know, this much? Skin because we're we're talking about looking at somebody's muscles and of course they're always in these little bitty shorty shorts and as you know as 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 men who grew up to not show off all your shorty shorts is is that our shortcoming no a- I don't think
0: any of us are assuming one way or the other the the sexuality of any of these people right I think I think what we're think I think well at least what what's what's comical to me is that they don't realize how weird some of the stuff that they're doing looks.
2: <laughs> I feel uncomfortable <laughs> at the regular gym. All right. Yeah. There's no way I can handle their gym. Well part of part like, of it is wait they're
1: wait the they're the width of like four normal people. And so right. so right. them walking around in the tiniest little skimpy little wiener cover. <laughs> and they're so just inches from each other all the time, and they're just going <laughs> and slapping and right. just constantly looking at their biceps, always looking down. Look at this. Look at this. Poking at it. Ooh, look what I got. Poking at it. It was just we To me, that the whole thing felt just foreign to me.
0: Listen, look, a yeah. yeah. lot, lot of it was foreign.
2: Could we just get past it and just get rid of the skibbies and just go ahead
6: and show? Uh, you know, They just, do. Just,
0: there's just a, do there's
6: just, a shower scene.
2: Well, there's the a shower scene. Oh, you
0: don't see anything, true. but there is a shower yes, scene. Yes, you do. Well, you get yes, a quick you, you get a quick
1: glimpse of uh, of the Italian sausage. Is if, what, oh, if, you, if you pause it, you get be full Italian sausage. If you, oh, I, it. I must right. have, I missed it.
0: You blinked. It Darn. wasn't.
1: It wasn't much. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's just say well, maybe there are steroids. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: the other effect of steroids was in full effect as well. Oh, out. My. oh uh, my. But anyway, they, it's fine. I as a sport, I gain. I thought I was just gonna laugh at this, and I came away with more respect than I expected. Um, and, and it's not its not that I – I mean, I always ex- respected the work ethic it takes to do this, and and, and it does. It, whether, steroids or not, the stuff they have to do with weights and, and training and stuff is unbelievable. So
6: Didn't you all feel like someone was going to throw their back out? Every
1: time
4: anyone convinced- did anything.
2: Like me, I was afraid I was, was going to throw my back out watching it. You kidding me? I was convinced I was going to see somebody's entire colon come out their shorts <laughs> right. any minute now because I was like, they're just going gonna- to it- – they're gonna shoot those right out. There's just no way.
6: Yeah, they're not. They're not doing something simple over and over and over. They're doing something really hard a few times, and it just like every time they showed him lifting weights, I'm like, oh, one of these guys, he's just gonna like snap his own arm off or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, when Arnold
1: said, you know, he's fallen over before. He's thrown up a bunch of times. Like, yeah, you <laughs> see, always that's, see. That's
2: my. He yeah. was talking about that as his line to keep going. That was my line to stop. Yeah. If I feel like I'm going to faint, I'm like,
1: nope. No, exactly. If I'm Listen, I've i seen those like actual competitions where somebody deadlifts a bunch of weight, and then the first thing they do as soon as they get it over their head is yak everywhere. Like <laughs> If I do that, I think I'm getting into a different line of work. I'm going to go do yeah, something right. else. Right. And yeah, so that's you. just me. I'm a puss. I get it.
2: That's that's why you'll never be champion. Scott. No,
1: I'll never, never. I will never be an Olympic. Uh, Mr. Olympi- uh, Mr. Olympus, Olympia. Right. Mr. Olympia Olympus? Mr. Olympus. Olympia. Olympia. Yeah, yeah.
0: Olympia, not Olympian or Olympiad. Just where, Mr. Olympia. <laughs> where do we stand
1: on the... I mean, I, I have no problem with them competing, but um, I, I find anyone, male or female, that does this, I find them to be so alien to me hmm. that I don't... I don't quite know how... I mean, you once in a while you get Arnold. Once in a while you get The Rock. Once in a while you get... Right, right somebody who's such a standout, so much charisma, so much everything that they can go on to have this enormous career and all sorts of other things. But so many of these guys don't. And I just don't know what the end game is. Like, okay, I got there. I took third. Now what? Well, I think a
6: part right. of it is you don't you naturally distrust someone who could break your head off. Like, it's <laughs> just it's really really hard, right? To to see that person and not feel
0: uh like scared for your life
4: yeah that's true (laughs) right and is
0: there also kind of the tendency and and we're all nerds you know we all were were uh uh, maybe looked down upon in school for being on the nerdier side and less on the the athletic brawn and athletic side isn't it just kind of our natural instinct to say well they've they've got to be dumb because they're Yeah, absolutely. We just make that assumption. We're
2: we're confusing. And I did the same thing. I automatically was thinking dumb because I was like, really, Lou, you spent all night reading a muscle magazine? What's in a muscle magazine? I mean, pictures? I mean, how long does it take to read that? But Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of scientific. It's such a specific thing they're focused on. That their interest is so laser focused, you assume ignorance and everything else, but they may be really smart. Because if I had a discussion with them, I'm sure they could tell me everything about nutrition, and I would have no clue. Yeah,
1: they probably and could. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's very focused. Uh, I don't. I've interest. never really felt like they were. Dumb. I never felt like they were dumb. I just felt like they'd kill me. Yeah. Like just <laughs> like, and that's. I think that's what maybe Randy. What you're getting to is that, I mean, this is just human nature, I guess. But we see a, a version of the species that is so much i mean at least visually stronger i feel like i could outrun any of them like i could just go all right you, yeah you could pound could, me into could dust but, any of them because
6: you could definitely bend over and touch yeah. your toes out them right, right. out and touch your toes them i don't know the I last time I you've could. seen I, can't I don't touch my toes very well
0: i think they've got me on, on, on that as well as a few uh, other things that they I, can do but I, I, yeah
6: I want to I want to argue with the with the sort of like generalizing though because mm-hmm. I I was an athlete in high school. I spent a lot of time in college in the gym. I like the gym was attached to my favorite thing on campus, which was the racquetball court, and I spent a lot of time in there and I got to know a lot of people who spent all their time in there and it's it's it falls into groups like any other. Like it's not all meatheads it's some of them are meatheads some of them are smart some of them are reading books while they're working out like it there's different kinds of people in there the the bodybuilders at this level in this movie though they appear to all fall into the same bucket right like they all they all kind of think the same
2: yeah they
0: all fall on the same steroid and and, bucket. and (laughs) i'm definitely not saying that that assuming that they're not smart is right and i think it was more just a defense mechanism i had growing up in high school and getting you know, uh, treated, looked down right. upon for being a nerd uh, when we walked by the jock blocks.
2: Yep. So yeah. So only, the only defense you had was well, you're stupid.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's pretty <laughs> much it. Well, so, and to, to to our credit, a lot of
1: the jocks in my school were were certifiably stupid. Like they were just right. kind well, of dumb they, they guys. They I'd, probably didn't yeah. focus on grades, right? And that's where we'd assume that they were stupid. No, there were some but, that not just didn't focus on grades, like full on were failing, and and some of them got like, <laughs> like like bailed out by teachers who didn't want to see them get off the football team, like. That right. kind of stuff happened all the time, that kind of weird favoritism. So that stereotype, you know, persist, persisted for a long time. But then I've, you know, met plenty of people who are like freaking brilliant. Go on to MIT that played, you know, that were quarterbacks or running backs or or whatever. So, yeah, like right. like anything, it's stereotypes mm-hmm. are usually limited. But when you're a kid, you you know, you put up whatever defenses you have. One of mine was not giant pecs and huge arms, so I, <laughs> I had to come up with other ways to do it, you know.
6: and when you're a kid you're thrown together with whoever you're thrown together with Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm absolutely certain that whoever was arnold schwarzenegger's best friend coming up (laughs) had a different experience (laughs) than i did like i played soccer i was a goalkeeper and you stand around a lot uh talking to the defensive guys while the play happens down the field a lot and the guys i played i grew up five miles from the rio grande the guys i played soccer with were uh english as a second language students Mm -hmm. so uh they didn't have really good English, and they were always treated like dumb people, which right. is un- totally unfair—like a mm-hmm. hundred percent unfair. But I had this experience thinking of athletes in this certain way that you know that that, that just happens to be how I came up. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if if I'd grown up somewhere else, I would have had a different experience with different people around me. Yeah. This movie is about all those people. They're the same sort of coming together. Like, they, he, he literally says, I couldn't wait to go to the United States. And then he gets to the U.S., he couldn't wait to go to Muscle Beach. Uh, the guy from Italy, same thing. They tell me I have to go to California. He goes to California. Like, these are self-selected for kind of being dumb in the same way. and And it comes through. You don't really... Right? You don't really look <laughs> right. at any of them and, and, and think they're, that's different than those the rest of them. No, right?
1: no. everything th- th- These were all the same class of whatever. And that brings me to a question. And I wrote this down because I don't know the answer to it. And I didn't do a lot of deep diving or anything. But what's the status of this stuff today? Like, is it still a big mm-hmm. deal? Are there people... Oh, is I don't think its a Mr.
0: Olympia Yeah. Contest?
2: Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's grown or shrunk any though. We just don't have. It's just like anything else. We don't have a celebrity, a superstar like Arnold Schwarzenegger. is It's hard to bring outside general interest into a sport uh, without that. Because really, I mean, before uh, Michael Phelps, I mean, how many of us really paid attention to just women? I mean, hmm. not me. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so point. there's.
0: If you do a search for Mr. Olympia, I mean, there there's photos up here of as recent as uh 2015 i don't see a 2016 but okay again some of these have to be photoshopped these can't be real
1: <laughs> yeah some of it if you go to the official site you'd be shocked uh, at the ones that are real and also <laughs> also let me tell you something i've noticed that changed a lot since arnold's time their little uh, banana hammock is about the size <laughs> of a freaking uh, uh marble i mean look at that there's nothing yeah, there uh, well
0: yeah what what are we
1: what are we doing there? That just doesn't seem right. But anyway, I'm looking right here. Uh buy tickets now. Uh where, wow. are this in Vegas? Where do they do this? Doesn't say.
0: I don't know, but they've really put it way more Vegas. of an emphasis on um Smil- on being tan. Oh I thought you were like, smiling. Like, oh, really? Like <laughs> shoe leather. It looks like oh, yeah. uh tanned. Yeah, the, somewhere in the
2: eighties it got I remember I I I was exposed to a little bit during the eighties and I remember that was like the big thing getting really dark. Yeah. I mean, because that accentuates the muscles, right? It only makes sense. You, you oil up and you tan because those two things show definition in muscle. So is it healthy? Heck no. I mean, oh, look at it.
1: These guys are it's
4: monsters, dude.
2: They really are.
1: Monsters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The ones that are on the official site, which are real, that is just something else.
2: I'll tell you, this movie brought humanity to something that I had dehumanized, which sure. is this, this uh, pumping iron. So, I mean, mm-hmm. good good job on the. Documentary. So apparently,
1: there is a guy who's kind of a superstar. I don't know his name. I'm trying to find it here, but he's in every photo I'm finding. Um, it big Ramy, big Ramy, big Ramy. How do you how do you get to be big Tony?
2: I mean, in a in a group <laughs> well, of giant men. <laughs>
0: did, you, did you notice that? So when so the the movie opens with Schwarzenegger walking into Gold's gym, and he's like, "Oh hey, I'm a big." Big Larry. Big, big Larry, big Larry big how are you doing Tony, there? and then and then you realize, oh, he just puts the <laughs> he just puts the adjective big in front right. of everybody's name there. Yeah. So it's it's not like that's really their official nickname. That's just uh, it's an I'm glad thing. because
2: I was I was I was worried. Little Brian, game, little Tony, yeah, little Tony. Look at you, you're a little small. But,
6: but you guys all noticed, right? He was a politician thirty years before. Oh yeah, uh, he was actually oh, yeah, governor. Like, yeah, he, sure. was wa- he was he was glad handing the crowd treating everybody as though he respects them a ton. Like <laughs> I, I, I would love to go back in time and ask someone within 10 years of this film, does this look like he's going to end up being a professional politician to you? Cause the answer for me is yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, no one else in this movie has that sort of like charm.
1: Yeah, no, right? no, for sure. He's got, I mean, yeah, like I say, say what you want about Schwarzenegger. That dude, that dude was way more than just some bodybuilder man. He had, he had about, 10 other factors at play that we're going to make him part of our social lexicon for the end of time. So
2: did you guys have a favorite slight that Arnold passed upon people? My favorite slight, my favorite one is (laughs) my favorite slight freaking bodybuilding websites have auto uh, playing videos. Anyway, go ahead. My favorite slight was when Arnold was having uh, was having breakfast with his, uh, with Lou's dad and, and Lou himself and his, and his, and his mom. And so, First of all, could anybody seem more uncomfortable than Lou at that point? I, I don't think oh, anyone's ever totally. been embarrassed of their parents more than Lou was at that point. But Arnold, before as he was leaving, he got up and he said, uh, "He, you know, he said all these nice things, and he told Lou's dad that he he uh, he hoped he didn't screw up screw Lou up again like he did last time." Hmm. And I was like, uh. "Wow, he just undermined Lou's dad hundred oh. percent."
6: And and, and, was, and like, the film was... ends the film ends with them back together in the back of a car, like right. uh in the back of a bus. Uh and and Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno are acting like children. Yeah. And it's it's really cute <laughs> yes. and fun and everything. But in the midst of it, Schwarzenegger says to his mom, "Are uh, you gonna hook me up with your sister. Like, <laughs> yes, what?
0: exactly. Exactly. That's that was gonna be my my <laughs> the greatest slight. <laughs> right. Greatest <laughs> yeah. slight. You're gonna make I'm me taking, a spaghetti taking... dinner and cheesecake <laughs> and then hook me up with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i could
2: kind of see where people said that you know schwarzenegger was kind of ruthless to yeah. lou but it was it was
0: so subdued
1: yeah, yeah. he felt yeah. like he was he thought he was being funny i mean right i, I don't think he was meaning that much ill intent or whatever but he also sounded like a 28 year old cocky butthole
4: cocky yeah. right. right. butthole
0: <laughs> and i think probably in the in the the realm of bodybuilding in ni- in the mid 1970s what schwarzenegger was doing was you know probably the the most egregious offense of that sort of thing of that heckling and that that giving somebody bad advice and putting them in their place and um uh doing a little psychological warfare with them yep mm-hmm. yep 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 so is this i'm thing- sure it's i'm sure it's way worse to do <laughs> yeah, it probably is are are we in the
1: so uh, we've seen a lot of schwarzenegger movies how's this one does this one rank anywhere it's documentary style so it doesn't matter like where? how do we feel about it in the in the mix.
6: I always come around to do I ever want to watch this again, and, <laughs> and then and then if if yes, I ask the question: Do I ever want to watch this again with you guys? Mm-hmm. And I it's I'm a no on the first, so I I just don't think it's you know like it's not that it's like seventies
0: porn only without the girls like it's just <laughs> you know like it just I don't know it's it's mm. crappy yeah yeah I think it's right I think a uh, documentary you get what you're going to get out of it right away I don't know if I'd rewatch any documentary because i feel like all right i've gotten what i need to get out of this right. I'll, I'll rewatch entertainment but i don't know if i'll re-watch documentaries yeah interesting i will watch I
1: documentaries could- over again in very small cases as you know i'm i've seen uh all 18 hours of ken burns baseball documentary mm-hmm. like five times now Wow, I love love it. I love Civil yeah. War. I love so. It's maybe it's a Ken Burns thing for me. Maybe his stuff is is infinitely rewatchable for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I won't say that's true for everybody. But the only other case of it was um, Errol Morris made a couple of documentaries. Uh, oh, I forgot the name of it. Anyway, it was a uh, it was it was uh, McNamara, the Secretary of Defense during Kennedy and Johnson, and. Oh. Uh, what was the name yeah, of that thing? The Fog of War. Fog of War. I've watched Fog of War three times now, and I cannot get enough of that thing. So I think there there are cases like this. Mm. But for the most part, I agree. Documentaries are not like a movie movie where, um, if anything, documentaries are more like video games for me. Some games are lots of replayability, but they kind of have to be built that way. Okay. Uh, but there are some games where it's like a narrative. And once you're done, you're kind of done and you never want to go do that again. You mm-hmm. may have loved like it, to, but you don't want to do it again. I,
6: yeah. Apparently, you also like Philip Glass music, and and who uh, who could blame you? Yeah, like, I love, I love yeah, Philip Glass. I,
1: He's great. You know, uh, mm-hmm.
6: uh, people older than us watched Koyaanisqatsi over and over, and I could watch uh, Hero Dreams of Sushi over and over because of the music. Yeah, and it's this other layer that a lot of things don't have that that combining music with what you're seeing. Ken Burns is a genius at it. Yeah, what you're uh, what we're talking about with this movie, though a trope hey we got one trope alert that i can think of hold on this whole movie i gotta
1: find it here it is
6: the theme song title of the film oh my gosh (laughs) they ran the credits (laughs) at the beginning with this pop it up don't be my and then they did it again on the end the exact same song yep
0: yeah. Wow. And it plays throughout, too.
1: Like, just yeah, the, the instrumental yeah, part uh, of that thing plays throughout. Hats like, off wow. to, hats off to the intro, though, because they had that weird 1920s uh, crappy video <laughs> of that guy working out. That was great. Right. Love, right. love, love that. Like, more of that. In fact, that's really what I want here. I want a documentary It's about the history of this, not just a couple of mm-hmm. dudes. I want the whole thing. Where did this start? I'm looking online right now. I see pictures of, like, 1915... And some dude wearing like a tiny little loin thing that's shaped like a leaf, and he's, you know,
0: muscling out. And I want to know where that started. You want the uh, the the guy in the striped onesie sitting on the beach lifting the barbells that are basically big black spheres on opposite ends of a pole with his twirly mustache. You have said it. You have exactly
1: said it. I want fisticuffs looking guys from that era (laughs) with those horrible mustaches. Oh, I would love it. That's what I'm interested in. But to your point about rewatchable documentaries, I'll give you one that you'll never watch twice, and I think Randy's seen it. So I can least, name a
6: bunch. Go ahead. <laughs> for me, for me,
1: it's uh, it's that um, uh, that Jesus That's Camp the... movie. I can't do Jesus oh, Camp. Oh. Wow, that was Too really harsh. really hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason it was such a raw, just turn the camera on and watch people be terrible kind of movie, and no commentary, no narrator, no music, and that made it even rougher. I think it's important viewing, but then at the end you were like, "Okay, I'm done with that, and I will Jill, never watch Jill that dirty. again." Yeah. <laughs> Did not like it, but yeah, there's lots of uh, probably lots of those like that. But still a good question, and I bet we'll get emails people saying, "Oh, the most rewatchable documentary ever is this one about Scientology or whatever they want to do," mm-hmm. and we'll we'll share those emails on the other side, I guess. But
6: but a lot of times, a lot of times, the point of documentary is to show you something that you don't want to see Mm -hmm. like that you you're going out of your way to not observe these things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you're trying to
2: to woke you right right.
6: every now and then a documentary is a a spot in your life where you stop and say okay i'm going to let this into my brain Mm -hmm. and you know uh jesus camp always reminds me of um war dance which is about uh victim uh, orphaned victims of war in uganda yeah and it's Horrific,
1: it's really good, but, but horrific. Yeah. You
6: should watch it.
4: Yeah,
6: <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't need to see it a second time ever. And it, it says seared in your brain, mm-hmm. but like it, I feel like documentaries can be more important than, is, than fictional films. Is there
2: yeah. more of a controversial director of documentaries in our personal lifetimes than Michael Moore?
1: No, is, he's it, and I can't stand it, yeah. his di- documentaries. I cannot stand them
2: because they feel very slanted right because they not only slanted it's his style it's his style it's his style
1: annoys me he's he's a he's a i mean yes he's slanted there's no question about that but he try
2: he tries to create drama sometimes to increase oh
1: absolutely absolutely but that's part of my personality problem with him he's just a dick like i just can't stand him i i hate his documentaries and i don't really like um what's his name with his Fast food, what's the deal? Like uh, Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, I don't I'm not into that. Yeah, no not Seinfeld. (laughs) Morgan Spurlock. I would watch a Seinfeld documentary in a heartbeat.
6: What's
4: the deal with
0: fast
6: food? Morgan Spurlock is our generation's like superstar documentary maker. Mm-hmm. And he really doesn't do much other than he's really good at looking at his own camera and talking. Yeah. Like that's his, he's, yeah. he's got a, a knack for it's that. It's just not my
1: thing. I, they're they're doing this do- the the series on on the media this NPR show or I guess it's not NPR technically PRI whatever it is, but they're they have it in podcast form and they're doing this series of interviews with podcast or with um, documentary directors, writers, producers, that kind of stuff. And talking about the ones where, like recently, one of the really big, it wasn't Earth 2, but one of these big BBC nature documentaries looked like they had the most incredible footage of this rare bird or whatever it was and just (laughs) can't get it anywhere. And then later they find out, no, that was captured and it was in some fenced in, you know, like like we we make a lot of assumptions about documentaries when they show us something, we go, oh, well, that is a documentation of fact. And a right. lot of times it isn't. So it's a, so these this series is about the ethics of that and and what steps over the line and what doesn't and and if you're under a budget constraint maybe it makes sense to put birds in a cage just not say anything about it while others would advocate you always say something about it like that's fascinating that whole that whole thing because right. they are making something different you're not making back to the future you're making this thing where you have maybe a point you want to make. And if you fudge that just a little, you invalidate your entire point in the end, whether you like, whether, whether you really do or don't, it doesn't matter. Perception will kill you.
2: Our, our expectation of most documentaries that we won't balance in truth because we feel like it should be the truthiest truth there is. When you're watching a documentary,
1: don't, don't play
2: with me.
0: Let us make the decision on on which way we feel about it. Just present us the facts. Yeah. And you're not
1: going to get that with Michael Moore. You're not going to get that Mm -hmm. with, uh, bill maher you're not going to get that with you know a half a dozen conservative directors you're going to get that with but usually it's the people who turn the camera on and let shit happen is the ones i trust mm-hmm. yeah or, or interview somebody like that Earl morris stuff i love it because it's just the, these incredible insights from the people involved that's it like there's no right. and here's what i think while i narrate half this movie away it's not like that <laughs> i really i really appreciate those now those can those also be You know, skewed or whatever. Of course, they can. I mean, nothing. Everything's suspect ever now. But still, you try to. You know, you try to. And maybe that's why I like the Ken Burns stuff. Because in some ways, if I was twelve and you said, "Here, Scott, watch a Ken Ken Burns documentary," I'd rather slit my wrists. That sounds terrible. How boring is this? Because there's no excitement. There's no. It's boring. But once you get to a certain maturity, you're like, "Oh no, wait. This is this is like historical. And here are some photographs. And here's a letter. And here's a. And that stuff just." you know i mean that's why he's probably the greatest documentarian of all time i don't think it's weird to even say that i think that's straight up the truth
6: no yeah. I, I think a, a problem with pumping iron for me is that we've seen such good documentaries the last decade or two like the form has just taken way off and and now people have seen exit through the gift shop and man on wire and and a, for, uh, compare bowling for columbine which is uh, honestly, uh, Michael Moore's best, uh, and and it's very well constructed. Compare it to Pumping Iron, <laughs> which uh, just you. How could you
1: appreciate this? It looks horrible. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, somebody like a lot of the IMDb reviews are like, "Oh, it's the best bodybuilding documentary of all time."
4: Low bar sit. I wrote.
1: maybe there's not a lot around it, but <clears throat> there's a really good wrestling documentary called. Oh shoot something on the pumping, mat pumping chairs no it's mat <laughs> no <laughs> like folding doctor. chairs <laughs> Holding chairs Over, on, go the, ahead. on the mat or off the mat or something like the mat oh, something with that the sounds mat right. mat uh, whatever it is I forget I don't know. that's awesome like joey <coughs> image
2: is yelling at the screen right now i mean there i think
1: there's no subject you couldn't do a great documentary on if you just have the right angles or whatever this thing was just we're a bunch of dudes putting oil <laughs> on, and when, then we're going to go talk for a bit. And Arnold's kind of a dick, isn't he? Sure he is. Here's a deaf guy. We Like, it just wasn't. It as was <laughs> bodybuilders, we like to sing and rhyme and song. Exactly. It, right. Yeah. It just came off as like, well, eh, whatever. It came off as 1977. That's what it did. Yeah. Right, 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 right.
2: Which is not I'd, a great year. Well, I, I will say, overall, with the documentary, I enjoyed myself. It enlightened me. I didn't feel like I was jerked around very much. Uh, some things were uncomfortable, but maybe, uh, because it, it, that, those kind of muscles just freak me out a little bit. doesn't seem natural.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's, it's nothing against anyone. If, if that's what you're, if that's what you're wanting to do. sculpt your body like that. And that makes you happy you do it.
1: Yeah. Go for it. But sure.
2: for, for me, uh, I don't like seeing veins that close to the surface of the body in <laughs> that circumference and size. It right. makes me uncomfortable.
1: Wait, you don't like a half-inch and in circum- circumference uh, boob vein? Is that what you're telling me? Okay. Not a, not a fan. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Schwarzenegger and others, but Schwarzenegger mainly, has a bicep on top of his bicep. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you get to see it from certain angles, and it. I don't know why it grossed me out. It felt to me like he had an alien, a little like, eh. like he was a trill and that's where the alien was living in his yeah. body, like right inside <laughs> the symbiote the in his arm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, the way right. it bulges out is not, I mean, I'm, you know, straight up, that's not normal. Like that is a thing you have to build up, make and whatever. And I'm sure it helped him right. move a lot of furniture or whatever the hell good it does for him. <laughs> but man, I don't want that I'll exactly. Pick up a maid. Yeah. I yeah. like the idea of like, you look at some of the middle, not middleweight or whatever they call. There, there's other c- categories, right? You don't have to be a right. giant muscle right. ball. You can be the these losers. kind of those yeah, right. the losers. <laughs> they that's where I want to be, and I don't I don't mean right. anything we saw in this movie, but like some of these guys that just are in shape, like you know Beckham looking shape. Right, right, and, tell- that, and
2: that's I, we relate that to to good health, and I I don't think we think that these bodybuilders are necessarily in good health. I mean, they could be, uh, unlikely if you're abusing your body. You're you're pushing your body beyond the points of when when your body
1: says, "Hey, this is pain. Let's stop," and you go,
2: "Whatever." Yeah, that that's not healthy. These guys all right? seem to
1: be living. I mean, not that they sh- not that a percentage should be dead or anything, but like wrestlers seem to die so early. It seems like, and they all head, have these issues. Injuries, and right? well, f- yeah. football mostly. Football head. So in football, you got head, head injuries. In wrestling, you just have tons of heart attacks and like. Uh, Stuff related to injuries they've taken on the in the ring, but also stuff to deal with their steroid use. But with these these bodybuilder guys, you never hear about any of that. They all seem to be just moving along just fine. Yeah, you know, I'm they be, all have I'm weird right. boobs now, but you know, whatever. <laughs> They're not dying of boob problems, so it's fine. It's right.
2: Fine. Other than that you're you made it through. Good job. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> Clean on the other side. Do you get a
0: reduction when you got something like that going on? I think, it, I think <laughs> yeah, you can. There's, I think
1: you do. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh let's see new york city ad i found somewhere that was specifically for it was a plastic surgery clinic just for guys like this oh and women who wanted to go get reductions on stuff once they got you know you get older and it's just excess stuff and you don't need it so yeah cut it out i would too i mean i think i, I think i totally would and that one, one of those pictures there. i put in skype was a guy who needs it Did you guys see <laughs> that one
2: yeah, oh man, there is no shortage of photoshopped muscle men on the internet.
1: Oh no, yeah. Well, I mean, even no. that one's that one's supposedly real and from some place where this guy needs help because none of that looks right. That
4: looks. Did like, you
2: have you guys ever watched there? There's a I've seen a documentary on um, steroid abuse and people's obsessions with uh, with shooting uh, you know the steroids strictly into the muscle and making them become totally exaggerated to the point they're just grotesque right uh I'm, I'm trying to remember if it was a tv series but it was definitely a, a documentary style but i remember thinking wow the, these people are obsessed uh, unhealthily uh to try to get big uh, well, with working out yeah, and it's, also at some, p- at
1: some point it's a body image problem for some right i mm-hmm. mean it's not everybody obviously but mm-hmm. like there's going to be some people like any like anything you just take it too far and you know, whether it's, you know, women with eating disorders, men with eating disorders, whether it's mm-hmm. eating too much or not enough or doing. Welcome like to, to Therapy Thursdays. Yeah, here it is. Uh, thank you very much. Wendy will be here next time. Bye, everybody. All right. Before we get to clips, uh, which are coming right up, I want to talk to you guys about BombFell. They're an online personal styling service for men that helps find the right clothes for you. They definitely help find the right clothes for me. It's an easier way for men to get better clothes. Simple as that. I hate going shopping. Ask my wife. I freaking hate it. So, I love what Bombfell does because they do all the work for me. After completing a very simple questionnaire, I and you will be matched with one on one people. A dedicated personal stylist is their name. Uh, They handpick everything. All right. So, you're working with somebody who knows style, not just you being like, well, I think that looks okay. Like they know what they're doing. Your stylist will email you uh, his or her selections after you've had 48 hours or so to make changes or even cancel altogether uh, you're in total control by the way which is nice and there are no fees when you sign up you pay zero dollars because there are no fees to work uh, with them it's the only styling service that does not charge a styling fee or subscription fee you only pay for the clothes you keep bomb is the only service that can make this claim which is awesome Uh, they're very convenient very straightforward completely flexible you can receive clothes every one, two, or three months, and you can pause or cancel at any time. Clothing is shipped straight to your door. No need to spend hours shopping at the store. Uh, it was very easy to sign up. Taking the uh, style quiz was simple. Uh, getting what I needed was fast and easy. And they sent me clothes that not only fit but looked really good on me. My wife was like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, look at me. I went shopping. I kind of faked it a little bit and told her I went shopping. But I really didn't. It was all bomb fell. And it was really a great feeling. I opened up this pack package, tried everything on, everything fit. The quality of the pieces was great. Even my kids were kind of impressed. Anyway, here's what I want you guys to do. We have a very special offer just for listeners of the show. For twenty five dollars off your first purchase, go to bombfell.com slash filmsack. That's B O M B F E L L dot com slash filmsack. That's bombfell.com slash filmsack. For $25 off your first purchase. Thanks again to Bombfell for supporting the show. I do have some clips if you'd like to hear them. They are uh, various. There's not a ton, but there's some. Uh, Here's a little narration. There's some grunting. There is a little (laughs) grunting. A little bit of grunting. Here's one. Here's the dude kind of narrating the movie. So here's him
3: Gold's Gym, Venice, California, where many of the best bodybuilders in the world come to train.
1: He would just kind of come in once in a while and give you a little info. Yeah,
2: it was very random. And. That Gold's Gym was, like, way nicer than Lou's
1: panel trailer he worked out in.
0: (laughs) wooden, yeah, shag carpeting. uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. That gave me the – maybe I grew – well, whatever. We all grew up – we would have been kids, you know, what was I, six or seven the year this came out. So, for me, I would have – being in a room full of wood paneling and shag red carpet is creepy. (laughs) I don't like it. It's sweaty. It just gives me bad feelings of that time. (laughs) I think
0: it does – because you look back at it today and 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 what people who have that today what right. that kind of implies yeah they never
2: they never they never got you know to fix it they right. never got to update it they're still stuck in
1: yeah settings. i think you're probably right i hadn't thought of it that way that's true when it was in style mm-hmm. who cares but
0: everybody now, had that yeah. you were downstairs playing atari in a room that looked probably just like that you're playing your wood paneled atari I yeah mean, <laughs> And now, right. and now
3: right.
1: <laughs> and you're at, you're matching Atari. But if now, if you Thank go into God. a home like that, you go into a basement like that, you're pretty sure someone's putting the lotion on the skin somewhere. <laughs> I really don't like it. it freaks me out. I,
6: I was amazed in, in that moment to see these shots of Santa Monica because apparently 40 years ago, Santa Monica was a sleepy ocean town with not a lot of buildings and, now like it was far away from los angeles back then now it is los angeles you can't get an apartment there for less than three grand a month like it it didn't look right to me at all looking back in time like this yeah i i I don't know i just it was something weird about how that scene was uh,
1: out in the country on the beach sprawl is real man get you every time (laughs) uh here's arnold saying words for you here you
4: go arnold schwarzenegger Twenty eight years I'll old. Take
1: it back. This is not Arnold, this is that guy talking <laughs> about Arnold.
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Twenty-eight years old, six foot two, two hundred and forty pounds. Mr. Olympia for the past five years. He is preparing to defend his title this year for the last time.
1: I'd always assumed I was taller or that I was shorter than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm actually two inches taller than him and I would love to just stand next to him. Mm. That'd be fun. Right. That'd be one thing I'd have even, on He's him. probably That'd even, even shorter now. Yeah, he would probably all a little shrunk, right? We all shrunk yeah. a little bit. Actually, I'm closer to 6'3 these days than I am 6'4". Uh,
5: Arnold, here's Arnold, and I don't know what he's saying. I mean, it's not any stranger as uh, going into a car and trying to go in, in a quarter mile five seconds. I mean, that's for me strange.
0: What? So he's talking about so drag saying, racing, right? Well, he's talking yeah. about how people think that bodybuilding is strange, but for him, it's like, all right, well, this is normal to me, but I think car racing is strange. Oh, and for them to push, I get. Plus, it.
2: I could never fit in a car. I yeah. Mean,
0: <laughs>
1: or or anything else. If you're a writer and you got to push through three chapters, you're struggling with. Like it's right. just right. his. It's his thing, right? Right. Yeah. I yeah. get that. Uh, here's. I just cut this out for fun. That's what we call the pump. I use that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call the pump. Uh, oh. Sorry, but we have to play this. Is what I wrote. Okay here it is and i apologize in advance oh uh if you have kids you know you may uh, have to, to, may have to yeah. explain this i guess i don't know if you even want to you, you know parents. what i played
6: it i played it out loud on my tv right in front of my seven-year-old and he had no idea that there was anything wrong yeah. being spoken he, about
1: so. seven yeah you're fine there i, I don't know if you got like a 12 year old you're
0: worried about there's maybe. a blissful innocence involved <laughs> with not knowing that the extra meaning of the word my, that he says an awful lot my yeah.
6: seven-year-old is about on the same mental level as arnold schwarzenegger
5: great
1: well here goes then his philosophy about what it feels like to work out
5: it's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is you know as uh, having sex with a woman and coming <laughs> and so can you believe how much i am in heaven i'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym i'm getting the feeling of coming at home i'm getting the feeling of coming Backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of five thousand people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean it's terrific, right? (laughs) So you know I'm in heaven.
1: Yeah. Except for the
5: cleaning bill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How much? Uh, (laughs) So What's funny is, and I didn't pick this up when I was watching it, but hearing hearing it in the podcast, I hear much more clearly the discordant music that goes on, like he's in an acid trip.
1: <laughs> yep, right. Yeah, <Like>, it's <laughs> like an
0: '80s horror movie.
1: Totally oh, yes. watch it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. All we need is the Tom Tom. <laughs>
4: oh,
1: I love that stuff. All right. How? Sorry, but we have to. Pl- oh, I did that already. This is a little intense. I wrote
0: that was my biggest thing. You know, to go on a football field and be so feared. I wanted to be put in a cage you know, and rolled out like a, in a circus, per, you know,
6: big bars, you know, and with chains and everything, and then just hope like hell that everybody would
1: just run off the field when they saw me coming. Jeez,
0: that's some high-minded ideas about what you want to do. <laughs> I wanted to be basically the uh, monster in King Kong. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. I really like King Kong, of- and really, I just like to be the ape. So he, he really, uh, it was sad. Yeah. I. Uh, th- it was. His,
2: his whole yes. character was sad because you could tell he was tough life, and even after he lost, oh, my gosh, his concession
1: rant was weird. Yeah. made me feel super sad. Yeah. yeah. And the guy that won, you could just tell, it's just kind of an a-hole, you know? He's yeah. <laughs> well, got that's, that feeling. That's how you get to the top. But then again, these documentaries like reality TV, I mean, I'll, I, I what an eye-opener it was to have a editor on Current Geek whose editing work had just finished up on one of those Housewives of Atlanta or somewhere. He did editing work on um, Pawn Stars and on, what's the one where they, the Storage Wars ones? Yeah, Storage Wars. He says in every single case, all of it is made. None of it is real. Everything's crap. Even like Pawn Stars, somebody comes in going, I got this gun my grandpa gave me from the burp All of that stuff's crap. They'll call somebody (laughs) they found on Craigslist and say, bring your fake thing in here. We're going to have a little fun with it. They rehearse it. Yeah, it's all crap. And then if it doesn't work, they say, all right, this time, be rude to him. Okay, film again. Alright, here we go. Now he's being rude. Like, it's just... I hate knowing that, but also, I kind of love knowing that. And he hated yeah, the, it. He was so glad to be done with that. He just kept telling He's like, oh, I'm so glad to be out of there. He was uh, sick of
6: The it. worst for me was that uh, true TV show, uh, Cheaters. Oh, I didn't say... Because uh, mm. I, I had a friend who was cast as uh, the cheater mm. in in one of their sequences, and he just, you know, he explained how they did the whole thing, and like... He, was a, he wanted to be an actor, and he got, you know, so they only hired people who had no credits because that makes it look more realistic and so on, yeah. and I just, like, it made me so sad because yeah. it's such a disgustingly compelling show, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's 100% fake. Does it take, I mean, did it get him anywhere? Like, did he get any... No, well, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. See, I always feel like those things are never going to get you anywhere because if they throw you under the bus and turn yeah. you into an evil character in your dumb fake show... Well, it's not like suddenly, uh, hey, get him, get him over here for the next Spellberg pitcher, say amen. Well,
0: like- see, that's the thing. I mean, I think that there's different levels of it too. I think you can't just lump everything into it's all fake. It's all fake. I think that the Bravo stuff is elevated for drama's sake. It's scripted, it's meant not to look like it's scripted. And I think the Storage Wars and the, the Pawn Stars and the, um, I don't know, History Ninja Channel. Warrior. Is that where?
1: Yeah,
6: History Channel's pretty bad. Yeah, but, but like something like Ninja Warrior is a hundred percent real. Yeah, there's no scripting at all. Sure, yeah. right,
0: and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like the agility ones, the 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 you know stuff you see on Survivor that isn't the um, the drama that you see between them, which you can edit anything to make it look like there's drama between two people just by inserting silence right. from yeah. the other one after the other person says something. Yeah, give give like a minute of silence to the other person just looking at them, even if they're looking at them saying something completely different. You, you make them just kind of looking at the other person. Okay, there's drama between those two. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's there's absolutely levels of that. There's things you just can't fake. American Ninja Warrior is a great example. Sure. I think, um, Amazing Race is like th- that, you know? Amazing Race is a good example of that, yeah. one of the positive ones, yeah. I yeah, think. and I love that those exist because I feel like there should be more, and
1: I don't know why there are not, but there should be more mm-hmm. of those. And
0: mm-hmm.
6: it's fun to think when you start watching Amazing Race, the people making this show have no idea where this is all going. Like no, the, how they're
0: going to be portrayed, you mean? And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no that, idea.
1: Yeah, there's something authentic about that, and I appreciate when they do that. It's when I've got B-roll of someone making no face at all, but inserting it in with some really intense music because it makes it look like they're pissed, even though it was right. taken two right. days <laughs> earlier somewhere else. Like I can't, I can't live exactly,
0: with that. exactly.
1: Uh, here's uh what. I don't know what this is.
0: Just put your face, just <laughs> hug him, you know, kind of sexy. Oh,
1: this guy, the photo guy. Hold on, let me play that again. Oh your, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna play that guy one more time. Just put your face, just hug him, you know, kind of sexy. Ugh, gosh, dang it! How could you? Nothing sexy with him in charge. I'm sorry. Uh, exactly. <laughs> now
2: that guy did just come off a porn shoot. Yeah, like, right he before really he did. was still in. He was just still stuck in porn mode.
0: It's <laughs> so bad.
1: Perfectly. Perfectly. Oh, that's perfect. Blah. All right. Here's um, Milk is for Babies. It's real hard to hear this, but I... Oh,
2: that was a good bit. I, that was yeah, wild. here it is. Milk is for Babies.
1: Milk is for Babies. Just so you guys drink know. Drink beer. Yeah, drink beer. drink, drink beer. beer. Yeah. Milk is for Babies. All right, Lou... What? Here's Lou.
0: Lou Ferrigno. 24 years old, a former sheet metal worker. Mr. America and twice Mr. Universe... He's turned professional this year and is a contender for the Mister Olympia title.
1: And he's eating every pill we have.
0: Right. (laughs) I believe that's
1: estrogen you're taking there. Don't don't take that.
0: Just knocked over a vitamin cottage.
1: (laughs) Uh, Here's
5: what's this? Threw up? Oh, him talking
1: about burping while he works out. I
5: threw up many times while I was working out, but it doesn't matter. It matters. does it matter. Really, it, matters. it matters. It matters. We're
6: we're all in agreement over here. Yeah. Right?
5: Yeah. I think you're wrong on that one. I think it does matter. I mean, it may not
6: stop
2: me he,
1: from working out, but you know.
2: Yeah. And then he follows it up with his story about his mom calling and telling him his dad is dead, and he's like, "Whatever.
1: I've got." To- yeah. He, t- he oh, was like bo- almost boasting about. Right? Yeah,
0: almost boasted about not going to his dad's funeral because he was too busy working on his. Right. Well, know, and but, here's the thing about that: if you look at the trivia on IMDb he says that that was something that the directors told him to add because oh. they wanted some more drama added to the thing. Okay. He says that I was there, you know, I visited my dad shortly before he died. I was definitely at his funeral. Um, we had a great relationship, blah, blah, blah. So, Man. uh, it's either him defending himself after the fact or, or right. what's more believable is the you know, director saying, Whew, all we do, all we have, is a lot of footage of some guys getting oiled up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we either need to go
1: full porn or get some other artificial drama in here. <laughs> exactly. So, when you was reading
2: that trivia, did you see anything about Stallone applying for this role or anything? Is no. there any other people they considered no, for no. that part? No, no, there's no
1: IMDb considered for this role information, which I'm, <laughs> which I'm really glad because I think that is. I really do think there's a concerted joke across IMDb where people put that in. <laughs> yes. I really do. It would be I think really,
6: it's yeah. It'd be really cool though if they said that they considered Arnold Schwarzenegger for the film. <laughs> right. It, right. That he they 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 tested Arnold Schwarzenegger for this movie yeah. and decided to They passed on him. Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno. No one knows why. Uh something about water bottles, which to me look like big ball sacks. But anyway, here's the thing about water bottles.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, the strongest man in the world is blowing up a hot water bottle.
1: We put this line in later. It's not even happening live. Yeah. Does yeah, anyone even for... still use a hot water bottle? Thank
6: you does for stopping know? before the lie. He's he the guy immediately after that says that it takes six hundred pounds of pressure. Does not No, it does not. I mean I mean, it doesn't take a minimum of 600 pounds of pressure. 600 pounds of re- pressure would definitely blow up, would instantly blow up a hot water bottle. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I
2: would love to watch something on the same couch as Randy sometimes. Oh, just yeah. to hear him yelling just, at the screen. Yeah. 600 <laughs> pounds of pressure?
1: <laughs> oh, it was no. ridiculous. <laughs>
6: Come on. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I hate,
1: I hate bad science. I hate when they don't, like, just do, right. some, do some. I realize in 77 it's not the same as 2017 where you got a lot of resources, but. Come on! Well, if you're going to give us a number, a, stick behind
6: your it's number. It's absolutely incredible that you could generate the pressure to blow up a hot water bottle. Like, it is amazing. hundred and fifty pounds of pressure will do it. Like, that's that's an amazing number. Say that, and we're fine. Like, yeah. why
0: lie? Yeah. Well, you need the. Extra, I mean, it's thicker, so you couldn't do it with. There, there is a certain level that that you blowing air in that thing is not going to inflate it because the pressure, the um, the, the thickness average, of the walls of that thing are going to be right. Cheap.
2: The, average, the average tire takes what, like forty pounds of pressure right PS5. and that's
0: way thicker right than uh, than a hot water bottle yeah. so yeah it's it's lame there there's a cutoff i don't know what that cutoff is but it's certainly not 600 pounds of pressure well it looked like
1: a it looked like an infected taint to me so
4: <laughs> well, we,
0: we have
2: just we have just defined all kinds of facts on this show that are going to be debunked yeah it's i'm fine. guaranteeing
6: i'm guaranteeing less than 200 pounds of pressure and and friends don't try this at home no, oh my gosh no, what a yeah. moron to yeah. try to
0: do that yeah. they'll separate your your cheeks from the uh, the skin that holds into the back. Oh, he was strong for the rest of your life, right? Oh, that
1: grosses me out so bad. You know what just grossed me out the most in this movie? You saying that. That is Oh Oh, oh you've ever blown on a balloon so hard that kind of you feel that yes. fee- Oh, I hate that so bad.
0: Oh, that ugh. I was actually about to ask what the grossest thing in this movie was. Oh,
1: so, that was probably it. Every, it. I everything. was going to I was going to tell you the grossest thing in the movie was just probably how the gym smelled. But that, what you just uh, said, is it? That's it. <laughs> uh, here's Lou's
3: dad. You remind him what you're going to show them, and then you go, boom, like you're saying, "Take a look at this hunk of man," something like that. Okay. <laughs> go, go with that.
0: Something like that. Okay.
2: <laughs> Might be of, uh, was it? Is it Armisen from Staring Out Live that does those documentaries? Oh, uh, Fred Armison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he sounded mm-hmm. a lot like him there. Yes, like one sound,
6: of but but he looks like F Murray Abraham.
1: Right, right. Story. 100%. It totally does The guy died in 2003 just for the record. Okay. Uh weird Arnold sound. Ah, oh. All right. There's that. <laughs> now that's him talking about sex, right? Uh, I don't that's remember. It was
2: that him was, talking that to That Was him
0: talking about uh, the guy that he told to to scream when he walked in there so when he screamed oh, when he raised oh, his hands right. up high yeah. scream high when he puts your hands down low scream low and then he demonstrated right. the sound
1: it was his interview with waldo over there like, there he said that Like yes. the most <laughs> <Yes>. waldo ass <laughs> shirt i've ever seen uh, <laughs> why, uh more weird arnold sounds <laughs> okay some more of that and then uh, arnold thinks he's perfect
5: i don't have any weak points i had weak points a few years ago But my main uh, thing in mind is my goal always was to even out everything to the point that everything is perfect.
0: Good
1: job, buddy. Right, right. Your maid will appreciate that one day, trust Ah. me.
0: (laughs) Watch where you're putting those weak points. Yeah, keep keep that weak point in your pants, buddy. Um, (laughs) And then we heard... Heard of our porn
1: music. I mean, this movie is full of this stuff. Full yes. of that music.
2: So, so is is porn music, is it 70s, cheaply made music? Is that porn music? Is that what we're defining? Or are we saying they also used porn music? They use, mm. No, I think
0: they used some of the same instrumentation that you get in porn music, which is yeah, the, right. the wah-wah pedal on the guitar, mm-hmm. the really slow groove drums. groove
1: drums. Yep. I think yeah. it's just a, a kind of music, and they used it. Right. Or made it or whatever they did. This is what happens when you lift too much weight. Pissed blood All right, that's my Oh week. my gosh. What a callback. <laughs> yeah, good callback. <laughs> Thank you. Uh that means that it's time for this everybody. why it's the film sack checklist porn music check tiny man wieners check and long scenes with very oily men check all right all three of those made it that's good trek stuff there is none there's no connections nobody went on to do anything in star trek turns out uh, not Arnold, not Fregno. Wait, not wait, nobody. what?
2: Lou Ferrigno did Star Trek stuff.
1: No, he didn't. Did he? Y-
2: yes, he did. Uh,
1: according to Daryl, he didn't, and I couldn't find it either. So, uh, no, go to the Wikipedia.
2: If you go to the Wikipedia, he does
1: some Star Trek
2: things on Lou Ferrigno. So, let me look it up real quick while I'll continue to talk
1: because I'm pretty sure. Oh, you know what? Star Trek continues. That was the. What TV is that? 30. No, that's that was 2014. It's like a... What the hell was that?
6: 2014. It's like a. Uh... Like a fan made thing.
1: Uh Further oh. Adventures of the Crew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. He's in a he's in a fan film. That's what it is. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Well, well it, it's still it's a curious. loose, it's a, it's loose a fan trick. TV show. Yeah. Right? I'm
1: gonna you know what? Aaron Gray was I'm gonna say we can count yeah. it. Marina Sirtis was in it. S- whatever, how do you say her name? Uh somebody else that was big in this...
2: Th- a A loose trek connection. How about that? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Grant that, Grant is in there as Sulu. Mm. Yeah, he's Sulu in
1: that. All that right. That guy. And I'm pretty sure.
0: Uh, uh, Q's in it, isn't he? Oh, really? Yeah, um, well, he's on the poster. I haven't, gotten, wow. I haven't gotten to his name yet. He's on the poster here.
1: <laughs> you think that's him?
0: Hold on. Yeah, that's Q. Know.
2: That is straight up Q. That yeah. is straight up Q, my friend. Uh, that is uppercase Q, not lowercase what? Q. That is We're only Q. paying you to be in the... Connection.
4: Connection.
0: No John Delancey no John listed. Weird. Yeah. We just need you for the poster. <laughs> how much for the poster mr delancey yeah. i don't know could you make change for 100 it's <laughs> <laughs> 40 bucks i only have 39 we'll laugh off then that's what oh say. there he is he is yes he was in one episode in 2017 was he q in that no he was galisti galisti yeah g-a-l-i-s-t-i
1: Psh, i'm gonna get paid I like for
0: that.
2: spelling it makes it any better
0: <sighs> michael dorn was computer voice so jamie bamber was in this as simone Mm. It's funny, they get a lot of people. It's almost like they went to a Comic Con and filmed <laughs> they people.
1: Probably did. Maybe
2: that's
0: exactly how they did. Where's Richard Kind?
1: Not Richard Kind. Yeah. His name.
0: Richard Hatch. Oh,
1: he died. I shouldn't say Richard Hatch. Uh-oh. Didn't he just die? He just died. He did. Yeah. Uh soundtrack great. to give it a P for porn. And uh <laughs> see a Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 140 characters or less. So I think it would be wise to do as tradition dictates and start with Randy.
6: Pumping iron. A PG-rated Debbie Does Dallas starring only men and one sad cheetah. Spoiler alert, the cheetah dies. Sorry, that's what happens when you lick Ferrigno.
1: (laughs) Okay, maybe licking Ferrigno's inner thighs was also gross. Maybe that. The grossest thing in the movie, yes, exactly. Yeah, Hmm, Tastes like Mazzola. (laughs) Oh, gross. Gross. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Uh, Similar
2: topic. I didn't uh, write a backup Twitter, so suck it. Pumping iron, like watching a guy getting his knees licked by a cheetah. What am I watching right now? Is this porn? I
6: hate my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Team Deluxe Away rides again. Nicely
0: done.
1: <laughs> Finally, Brian Ibbitt.
0: Pumping iron. The feeling of watching film sack is the same feeling as having sex with a woman. There's a lot of frustration. There's some rewinding. And at the end, none of us have any idea what we're doing
4: it for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> woman nice a woman a woman all right well done uh time for this alternate titles everybody uh arnold is kind of a dick and or there's the beef get it instead of <laughs> where's the beef there's the beef yep. uh, i got a couple of emails one is uh, somebody who wants to saddle right up to dunaway and tell him you've got a friend in australia sydney in oh fact. you got it this is simon foster who says his last name is uh, australian for beer the I beer guess. right uh i'm with dunaway a quarter ton animal with the brain the size of a walnut no thank you cheers simon foster <laughs> from sydney australia <laughs> Not a fan of horses either.
2: Uh, good job. Yes,
1: agreed. Your horse movie hate really permeated the the community. This it, way.
6: It's more polarized than I thought it would be. Yeah,
1: people it really were, is. Yeah, people flipped out. I
6: like this. Uh, I like this fraction ton measurement too. Like, I just realized I weigh a tenth of a tenth ton.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I weigh a tenth ton. That's a pretty Ten good ton. way of doing it. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> Uh, Another email from Andrew Bradford, who says, uh, Hey, Film Sack Crew, let's cut the crap and get right to it. Adventures in Babysitting is an ideal movie to sack. It's currently available on Netflix, stars the beloved Elizabeth Shue, and has a great soundtrack and tons of material for a great episode. Please consider it. Otherwise, keep up the great work. Andrew Bradford.
0: Has Vincent D'Onofrio as the first Thor on uh, film. Nice.
1: Love that movie, so I would love to hate it. I've never seen it. Never saw it.
0: Oh really? Um, okay, yep. well then that answers. I could have sworn we'd done that for film Tech. So no, great, let's haven't. put it on the list. Feels okay. like it was
1: on at one point and then got moved or something because a yeah dropped I think so. yeah yeah. So we yeah, should totally do right. it. I a lot of people look to that one as one of their big you know movies mm-hmm. growing up. I just for whatever reason never saw it. So. It's time to see. Yeah. What's Very it? young
0: Penelope and Moore. I mm-hmm. have it on DVD. Yeah. Special features and all. Fancy. Well, is it payoff. but it is streaming, right? So I mean we would be able to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if it's streaming mm-hmm. right now, we should do it. Well, it's as long as it's got a long, you know, decent lifespan. Uh so on the on that subject, uh, you know, like in, in some ways, Netflix having more and more original programming and and Some of these networks, like most recently Disney, not renewing their contract and deciding to take Pixar and Disney animated films, specifically, not so much, not necessarily Marvel or Star Wars yet, but anything Disney and Pixar, they're moving to their own streaming service. And um, CBS says they're all access thing and HBO Go, of course. And everybody, you know, everyone's kind of got their thing now and they're starting to splinter off. And that's interesting for us because. Mm-hmm. We now, I'm, you know, the yeah. one place where you kind of get everything is is slowly not having everything. They're having, you know, amazing content and have never d- been better in terms of their stock and all that other stuff. But they're just not necessarily going to be the landing place for every movie we ever want to see.
2: I'm seeing a lot of stuff moving to Hulu. I noticed it's about switching over to Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A month mm-hmm. ago, their movies have increased exponentially, or even Amazon. Yeah, and they're like, getting
0: better stuff too. I mean, there's, yeah. well, Netflix is focusing so much on their original content too that that's that's also mm-hmm. making it feels like it's making less room for the mm-hmm. for the classic films on netflix part of so it maybe part of it's smart though because if netflix doesn't
1: do this then this is happening whether they do it or not so yeah. everybody yeah. else wants to be their own netflix it was only a matter of time before they got the wherewithal to do it so now they're doing it you suddenly realize oh hastings and crew over there at netflix are actually pretty smart to have invested this way Elsewise, they would be just a place that's losing titles instead of a I'm, place that has. And those,
2: CBS is in Disney. They'll be back. I hate to tell them, but exclusively trying to stream on their own area
1: is not going to work for consumers. Disney maybe. Opinion. Disney maybe though. Like it, it works for
6: HBO Disney, certainly. So Disney has spent the last decade buying up every major uh, kind of IP. Like they, right? <laughs> they could, but I'm not going to. So, but yeah. I
2: can tell you, they, they may be able to do it, but. As far as I go, I'm not going to pay another 7.99, 10.99 for Disney by mm-hmm. itself.
1: If that's if that's their plan, ain't going to work. You would if you had a, yeah. if you had two to seven year old kids. Like you, you'd make perfect sense for you to say, "Oh, there's right. this Disney app, and my kids only have that, and it's all cartoons, and it's all but Disney XD." That and-
2: may be fine and all, but I mean, I've got to think that the lion's share of the Disney fans with children as well is gonna be my age because Disney meant a huge something to us during that whole Aladdin Lion King, all those movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you're gonna convince every upcoming kid that you're the place. If it's a five yeah. it's a not five a month,
1: if it's four ninety nine, five a month, six a month, something like that, I'll do it. If it's and if it's like an add on to Amazon Prime or something, I'd totally
0: do it. If it's 12, 15, F off. I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah, well, that's where, exactly, that's where the, the line has to be drawn. Um, yeah, it might not be a bad idea for a, a poll at some point on the FilmSec site to say, all right, what other streaming service do you own? And then we, we start integrating maybe, if Hulu's the second highest streaming service that our listeners have maybe we start integrating stuff from there as well sure i'll bet it ends Doing up being amazon
1: audience. numbers wise i'll bet that's where most well yeah. just everybody has prime and there yeah, a lot yeah. of people have prime i should say mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. also much more of a u.s thing so yeah there's there's questions maybe a survey would be a good idea i like that actually we'll mm-hmm. put one, we'll put one together we'll put it out there and let you guys. Uh, in the uh, I've, kind meantime, of, I've kind of
0: accidentally locked us into it, haven't I? But right. Yeah. You kind of so, have. <laughs> by suggesting it on yeah. the show. And, Nicely In done. the
2: meantime, we're not going to stream something next week at all, are we? We're going to uh, go offline. No, next oh, week yeah.
1: we're here. I thought, aren't we? Next well,
2: no, we're yeah, going offline oh, yeah, uh, uh, for our video. Yeah, Yeah, we're
6: going to watch watch a a DVD that Adam Harris sent us called Strange Brew. That's right. We're
1: finally getting to it, Adam. You can breathe easy. And if you're still listening to the show, it's been a long time. (laughs) You hoser. Yeah, you hoser. Uh, Yeah, I I just heard an interview with Rick Moranis uh, like two days ago. I... I mean, I thought he was totally done and out, but apparently he's been doing stuff in Canada and mostly yeah. raising his kids. And there was no controversy. There was no Hollywood is killing yeah. me. It was just him going, "I'm having kids, and I'd like to spend time with them, and not do this." That was he it. Took a break, right? Did did he, did he did he lose his wife, and he took a break to be no, there for his no, kids, or am I still, thinking of someone else? No, but, he's still his wife's there. He's there, happily right. married. Great kids are all growing up. Like he's he seemed. The most stable dude I've heard on a radio show in a long time. So yeah. I don't think I think I had a narrative in my head that things you know the Hollywood was just a big poo hole and he he had to get out or you know because he couldn't stand it. and He's like, no, I just you know I wanted to raise my kids. Right. I wanted to be here for him. Yeah, I had yeah. I had enough money. I was making Ghostbusters money. So I was special
2: funny. feature on this DVD: uh, the animated
1: adventures of
2: Bob and Doug McKenzie.
4: <laughs> I watched oh, that when got it a much aired. Much better DVD than I do. I watched that mm-hmm.
1: when that aired, dude. Isn't that funny? I was so into it. I was so excited when it aired and then it didn't last, but I loved it. I was a huge Bob and Doug McKenzie fan. So this is very exciting. I've seen this movie like 18 times and I am happy to watch it again. Mm -hmm. So uh, Brian, uh, you know what to do. Or Dunaway, rather, you know what to do with your disc. You know what to do. I'm doing it. I'm I'm taking Uh, my disc and I'm playing it. We all have the disc, but I need a special version for what I do. But anyway, um, yeah, thanks for that, Adam Harris. And uh, we'll, Adam, right? Adam. Adam?
2: Adam? Adam, yes. Adam, 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 Adam.
1: Adam. Uh, we'll get to that and many other DVDs in the future. Um, I think that's it for that. That's our next film mm-hmm. next week, Strange mm-hmm. Brew, yep. everybody. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on the web, filmsack.com. You can uh, leave us emails, filmsack at gmail.com. And if you so want to, you can send us like an attachment. We'll be happy to play it on the show as long as it's not dumb we too long.
2: <laughs> we'll take wow. where we got. Yeah, that's
1: right. Better not be dumb, though. You can also find us on Twitter at Filmsack, And uh, that's it. Thanks for everything. Oh, and leave us reviews wherever you get your podcast because that helps us out in lots and lots of ways. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Ryan, for Brian, and for Rendeir. Mm. We'll see you next time. It's <sighs> cheetah looking good. Mm. Coming. <laughs> Ew. No. No. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this
5: at frogpants.com. That's what we call the pump.
3: <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen